All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's your boy, your neighborhood prince of botch. You know it, the one, the only, Dwayne Dickey in the house. What's going on, people? How you feeling? Welcome to yet another edition of the Life's a Botch podcast, brought to you by Six Families Incorporated, where you can probably listen if you're not already listening right now to uh on sixfamiliesradio.com i've got a very very special guest in the house y'all already know how i do i got guests on guests on guests on guests man that's how we do this thing man you know life's much we're gonna bring all kind of people so this person in front of me the also beautiful also powerful also athletic and you know I'm an advocate. I was an advocate of my last guest, so I, I, I got to be an advocate of my current guest as well. Because, well, shoot, how can I how can I not put this person over and let y'all know she is my client right here is the next big thing. She is the most athletic among all that is athletic. She is the one, the future. And not to mention the future NWA Power Women's Champion. No <laughs> doubt about that. Those 10 pounds of gold are definitely going to be around her waist very sooner than later. Mark my words on that. So, Thunderosa, I hope you're enjoying it while you can because it will come to an end very soon. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please welcome my guest on today's show from NWA Power, Miss Camille Brickhouse. How are you doing, ma'am? I'm good. Thank you. That was quite the introduction. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Welcome to the show. Thank you for the props on the introduction. You know, I try to always give my guests something <laughs> epic, something to get them riled up and ready for what we're about to give the audience right now. Because, you know, if they ain't ready, they're going to be ready now. So that being yep. said... Yep. <laughs> Um, ma'am, uh, as you can see, we, 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 we were talking a little bit before the show started. You just got back from the gym. So yep. I take it where you are. That means gyms are definitely open, right? So yeah, they've been, they've been open for a while now, actually. I feel like I don't even remember when they were closed. <laughs> well, I, you know, and it's funny because I did see, you know, of course, like many other people, you were getting it in during this interesting turn of events with quarantine life and you know your instagram definitely showed you were getting it in you were doing it however you needed to do it how does it feel being back in the gym even though they've been open for a while uh what was the experience like when you first stepped foot back in the gym since the uh pandemic which is still technically going on in a way yeah i was just happy to be in that gym atmosphere rather than my basement because we did we, we managed to kind of go on uh, facebook marketplace and find a whole bunch of good deals and get our basement our little basement gym together and so that kind of held us over but it's just for me at least not the same as when you kind of have to drive to a gym so that motivates you already because you're already putting in the time and effort to drive there and then you get there and there's other people working out which kind of is motivating as well and at first, you know, a lot of the movements that I wasn't able to do in my basement, they felt a little weird and everything felt extremely heavy. But <laughs> now I feel now I feel back, you know, back in the groove of things. So we're good. Okay. Okay. Well, well, awesome. It's glad, you know, always good to be back in that gym life because I mean, 
you know, the at-home workout is, is definitely a good experience, no doubt. But I don't know. It's just something about, as The Rock would say, being in that, that iron paradise, you know, just clanging and banging and being able to yes. have your full weight set and do what you want to do without having to get, you know, very improvised, you know, get improvised a little bit, you know what I mean? And just kind of come up with yeah. your own, like, lifting milk cartons and everything or whatever you, know, you got to do. <laughs> so, um now, Miss Camille, now it is an honor to have you on Life's a Botch because as we know, you've been very critical of interviewers. I mean, your voice, it's an honor to really even just hear your voice right now because for <laughs> a while, you were, you literally entertained the idea of not speaking. What made you suddenly feel like you wanted to be heard? Now, why did you grace us with your voice now? It's just because, I mean, even before when no one else kind of out in the public had heard me speak, it wasn't like I wasn't speaking all the time. The people that I chose to speak to, I did, you know, those close to me. I just didn't feel like ever. See, we live in a society today where people are very entitled and they think they deserve everything and anything, especially if you're on social media. They think they deserve to know all about you, uh, even stuff like hearing your voice, you know, stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. You guys don't deserve a thing. <laughs> uh, anybody I ain't gonna talk to nobody and then one day I was like all right I've been around a while I do have some people out there that are actually you know supporting me and I got some things to say so I just decided now I want to talk and like you said it doesn't mean I'm still talking to everybody I mean I do I have people wanting to do their podcasts and interviews and stuff all the time and I don't do a lot of them so I still am and there you see ladies and gentlemen this is the example of what i was talking about see even in a moment of an interview like this you see how the screen freezes do you see that goes to show that Camille will talk when she wants to talk. Ha ha. Now, let's resume video. Miss Camille, are you there? <laughs> you just went through a little bad spot right there. That's yeah, yeah, you know, and, and, and I like yeah, that no, it happened. Problems, but we're now. Yeah, no, look, it was the perfect moment for me to, <laughs> to, to, to tell the people this was the example, the example of you'll never know what's real and what's fake because I continued, you know, the show must go on. And I just had to continue to show y'all. Like I talked to the people, let them know, like, see, this <laughs> is what happens. We don't get to talk to Camille, but on the Life's of Bosch podcast, your boy is such a talker, a smooth person. Everybody yes. loves coming onto the show to express themselves. But for a brief moment, she had to show y'all. Y'all can't always listen to her feelings. Uh, at at any moment, it can be taken away. <laughs> oh, man, Miss Camille, Miss Camille, so much to talk with you about. And um, what I would love to know, uh, we, you, you, you did a promo when you did finally decide to speak to the audience and let them hear a bit about Miss Camille Brickhouse. You 
went down your journey and and you were in an interesting league known as the lingerie football league the lfl like talk about, oh oh okay there we go i'm sorry when I, played, when I played it was no longer lingerie it was legends it was legends i didn't play i didn't play the model era okay see and and that i'm glad you see this is why it's life's a botch baby because you see even then a botch will be taken into place, but see, let see, she made it very, very clear, and that's why I said thank you for clearing up that botch on my behalf. Yeah, but still, no no nonetheless, problem. you did your thing because I saw a lot of your highlights in that, ma'am, and you were definitely one of, if not the best, player out there on that field right there. You were dominating, as you mentioned. Uh, talk about your experience with that, please. So, yeah, a lot of people actually think that I started my wrestling journey after that. But mm -hmm. the truth of the matter is I was already down in Florida training at Team 3D. That's where I did my training at. And I had been training for about a year. And it was – I had reached the point where it was time to kind of go. I was able to do matches on the independent scene. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, what can set me apart you know, what, what's going to make me different? And I was thinking, you know, everybody thinks of their gimmick and stuff like that. And I was, and I remember a friend of mine one time telling me about the LFL. And I was like, I feel like there's not like a football player, a female football player gimmick. And I was like, but I don't want it to just be a gimmick. I was like, that's fake. That's stupid. I was like, so let me take my ass and go play. <laughs> and so I took time off of wrestling. And the thing is, I kind of grew up being an athlete. So I really had no qualms about going there to try it out. I knew I'd make the team. So I, the closest team was Atlanta, and I drove all the way from Florida to Atlanta, tried out, made the team, and then I had to make that drive every single weekend for practice. So it was like 12 hours every weekend of driving. And, I mean, practices were no joke. I, I did – I will be honest, I thought since – because in that league, we're not getting paid, nothing like that. So I thought it would be a little bit more laid back than it was. Hell no. It was – I mean – it was like playing. It was like playing a college sport all over again. The coaches were kicking our ass. We, I broke my hand like the second practice. Wow. Yeah. So it was no joke at all. That was definitely the toughest like contact sport that I've ever played in my life. Whew, man. And 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 this, you know, the beauty of football, you know, from one physical sport to another physical sport, it just goes to show exactly how tough of an athlete you really really are at the end of the day because neither one of those are a walk at the park so right the fact that you were in there it really does explain a lot about your dominance because we saw your in-ring debuts and we saw you know well you pretty much manhandled a lot of your competitors so far to this point and you're going to continue to knock them down because that's what you do you are a dominant presence so do tell like explain to the people who don't really know if they didn't get it by now explain to them some more about camille and what makes her the next big thing in pro wrestling well i just think the difference is a lot of people that get into wrestling it's because they grew up wanting to be a wrestler mm -hmm. and they kind of don't do anything else with their life which is great and that's fine and that really makes them have you know focused on wrestling but my dream was not to be a wrestler when I was little. I always grew up and I played lots of different sports. I mean, every possible thing that you can think of. So I think that's something that makes me super different is that I am an all-around athlete. 
And then when I graduated, you know, I played division one softball. And when I graduated doing that, I got into doing strongman. I won my very first strongman competition and stuff like that makes kind of sets me apart. Man, that is, that is phenomenal. I mean, again, just so many different athletics within this woman. I mean, the fact that you are able to just dominate every sport that you do <laughs> and, and you take that and you let them know this is not a gimmick, people. I really dominate in these things. And right. I love that and how you stand out. So now you did mention that you didn't really necessarily grow up in wanting to be a wrestler, but you were right. familiar with pro wrestling. So oh, it was yeah, a sport you acknowledged and yeah, I grew up watching it with my dad, you know, ever since I was little, I grew up watching, I got into about high school, I stopped watching it in high school, that's probably when, I mean, that's when a lot of people kind of fall out, you know, of watching mm -hmm. wrestling, um, that was my brother calling, and I declined it, and it went, <laughs> but the screen went right back to this, and I uh -huh. thought, but then it was like frozen, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, don't worry. Look, every time that happens, I got you back. Don't you worry. I'm an expert at these type of things, and I know how to talk to the people. But I do not serve, so we should be good now. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So, um, so yeah, like with your with your you know watching wrestling, like you said, you were saying you stopped watching in high school, typically yeah. like most people do, and um, so what. A, what got you kind of back into wanting to explore that world? And then B, uh, how did you come about in just saying, you know what, I dominated in every other athletic, so why not give this a try and dominate this as well? Yeah, so what happened was I graduated college. I had my degree. I was mm -hmm. like, all right, I'm going to take this degree, have a normal job, you know, wear suits, you know, power suits every day be in the office and do my thing and then I realized this sucks I hate this life like style it's just not for me I just it just didn't mesh well with me so I moved back home for a little bit because I had moved out to California for my first ever job moved back home for a little bit just to try to like regroup figure out what I wanted to do with my life and during that time me and my dad one night he was like hey you want to go watch some wrestling in so-and-so out in the middle of the boon docks so it was some random indie show and i can't even tell you the name of the promotion and i don't want to because terrible just absolutely terrible show but i was having so much fun it was one of those shows where it's like the quality of it is shit but <laughs> it's so fun you know like the, everybody there and you know it's out in the country too so the people there they were into it like they needed a security you know yeah. to and away from the the wrestlers and I woke up the next morning and I was just like had an epiphany and I was like whole like I I'm perfect for this like it's it's a mix of acting which I used to do when I was younger and mm -hmm. sports I was like, why have I never thought about this? So I just, I opened up my laptop and I Googled how to become a professional wrestler. Cause it's a really weird, weird line of work. If you don't know anybody that does it, which in North Carolina, like the Hardy boys, but you know, I don't know, I don't know them personally. So I couldn't <laughs> there and ask them. So I just Googled it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and you, you, you know, you got a lot of people beat in that aspect because um you know today it may seem a little easier because wrestling schools are like kind of all over the place in a way you know like living here in atlanta we know that uh 
you know, Cody Rhodes and them have, you know, their wrestling school out here now. And like, there's so many stationed out just all over the place where you, you know, you still would Google it, but a lot of times you can probably just find it, you know, in a way. And it's just like, Oh, cool. But yeah. at one time it was like, if you wanted to get into this business and you didn't really know how to go about it, if you didn't know anyone personally, it was kind of like, Exactly. Man, I figure this thing out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so did you have any? You know, I mean, a woman of your stature probably doesn't really need any. But just out of curiosity, did you have any influences in in this business per se that made you say, you know, I like that athlete. I kind of want to model myself after them a little bit. You know? No, not for necessarily modeling my work. I did obviously had favorite wrestlers growing up. Like I loved Edge. I liked I liked Edge. Obviously, I was little and had a little crush on him. Number one, um, <laughs> uh, number two, I liked that he was like you know the backstage segments and stuff. He was funny, but it wasn't mm -hmm. like he was a comedy wrestler. Like you took him serious as a wrestler. So I really enjoyed that about him. Obviously, Rock Stone Cold. You know, like mm -hmm. the everyone loved them during the Attitude Era. And then Lita, I loved Lita just because she kind of did all the like she was very athletic to me compared to the other girls. Yeah. So, um, but now now that I'm a bit older, I watch a lot of like. Bruiser Brody, Undertaker, like old Undertaker stuff. Like that's kind of what I like to, you know, stylize myself after. That mixed with a little bit more of like athleticism, um, mm -hmm. which nobody has even seen yet. And that's my favorite thing. Like, oh, well, she doesn't have any moves. She doesn't do anything. Y'all haven't seen. I don't have to show it yet. You know, mm -hmm. y'all haven't seen anything, and it might not be another year till y'all see everything. <laughs> yes, so, that's you it. Listen, listen, you don't, you don't even have to speak. Don't worry, Camille. I got you. I'm your advocate. <laughs> you guys want to know about what my girl Camille can do. Let me tell you something right here, right now. You better come out with some serious cash, okay? Because if yes. you ain't got the cash to stunt, you ain't going to see none of that, all right? <laughs> Amen. No flips, just this. Yes, I stole a line from the FTR, but I don't care because it applies to my client as well. So you know what? Until you start showing some money out of those pockets of yours that you call pockets, you ain't gonna get Jack Diddley squat. That being said, hey, you got it. You know how we do it. Listen, I got your back. Don't worry. Don't worry. These people ain't gonna know about it. They ain't gonna know about it when it's time. Okay. That being said, speaking of time, I need to know the time is ticking before you win this NWA Power Championship. And I mm -hmm. need to know exactly what way do you plan on going about winning this championship? Do you, do you plan on just coming right up and just taking it? Do you plan on beating up a couple of people along the way to just kind of showcase your dominance? Or, or is it just kind of a, a means of right place, right time? Like, what's your strategy into that? So my strategy is I just want to dominate. And whoever they put in there in front of me, I'm going to dominate. And honestly, I know this sounds terrible. I don't need a title. I don't need it. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody, people, like you said, they're going to pay to see me work no matter what, whether I have a title or not. Mm -hmm. But the only reason I want to take that title is because for some people, that's all they have. And if they don't have it, they ain't going to be nothing. So I want to take it just to be mean. Mm. And, and that's it. 
That, that's the only reason I want it is just to take it because that's somebody's baby. And mm. I just don't want them to have it anymore. And it, so it'll be mine. Mm. Just rip the heart straight out of them. Just Absolute, take it. Absolutely. Take it. And I love that. I love that. That is such a nature to live by. You take it. Mm-hmm. Just cause for the fun of it. I don't even for the fun of it. But for yes. the fun, I'm gonna take this from you. And and that, you know, says a lot about you as a as a dominating presence. And and I would love to really know what's it like, you know, because you have a nice partnership going on with uh, you know, the man, the face of BNWA power, the man, you know, holds the 10 pounds of gold himself, Mr. Nick, all this like what is what is what is going on there with that dynamic? Because first it seemed like there was a little tension there, you know, at one point, you know, quote unquote, not allowing you to speak when that was already squashed. And it was like, no, she can speak whenever she wants to speak. Go ahead and speak. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, seemed like there was a little bit of a rift there. But then before you know it, boom, no. Just when you thought that relationship was over, it got stronger. So <laughs> believe, tell the people what, 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 what's going on there. What's, what's that dynamic like right now? Well, we had to kind of, you know, get people off of our scent of creating strictly business because um, obviously people know uh, in my day-to-day life and everyday life, I'm with Tom Latimer. That's my boyfriend. And mm-hmm. so a lot of people expected, well, wouldn't they get together? So we had to kind of throw off the fact that like, instead of me just going with Tom or staying with Nick and then bringing like Royce on and stuff that, that there's a problem there. So we couldn't let people know that this big faction, this strong faction was about to be created. Mm. So that's why we had to kind of, you know, pull that. And then when we finally made the faction, like you said, now everything's stronger, better than ever. Nick was just up here at our house in Clarksville yesterday and we were filming some stuff for uh, Carneyland and mm-hmm. got in the ring and was working out in the ring. So, I mean, I get I get help from not only Thomas Latimer, but uh, Nick Aldis. So I got a really good uh, support system. Yes, yes. Just adding to your dominance. I mean, two dominant men on their own right, in their own right, literally helping you become that much more dominant. It's a beautiful thing, you know? Yep. And speaking of Mr. Latimer, hope he's doing well, by the way. I would love to know, like, Again, as someone who lets people see what they want to see, you gave the fans the opportunity to actually see that there was something going on there. Mm-hmm. So where that narrative was just like, oh, well, I guess we now know where that partnership stands and lies. <laughs> so <laughs> explain what made you now say, it's okay to publicize I'm going to let y'all into my world to see this. What, 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 what lets you grace the people with that? Oh, that's because that is my man and he is sexy and he is my everything. And so I'm like, I show him off all the time. That's my man's. So <laughs> that, that's all, that's all it took for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like any, any, now, now tell me though, the, of course, and, and, and I, I love how you just really glorified that, you know, just like, Hey, that's my man. That is the, the arc of a true, down woman right there when you just put that man on a pedestal so tell me this um as competitors both of you being competitors and and of course with how dominant we know that you are Mm -hmm. is there any ever any uh competitive tension there sometimes amongst you two i mean you know we know he's had gold we know you can get gold at will when you want to get it you don't necessarily need it but you just emphasize (laughs) that you want it so 
when you do get that gold and you've accomplished that mountain, you know, just for the fun and, and, and knowing the gold that he's hold, you know, like, what, what, what is there any competitive tension there? Like, what, what's that all about? No, like, I want him to live his dream and make it as big as he can. And I, he, I know he feels the exact same way about me. Uh, he's always like, baby, you got to be my sugar mama. So go ahead and make, <laughs> make your money. You know, <laughs> um, no, but the only, the only time that maybe it's a little bit competitive is like uh, working out and stuff. Cause we're always joking in the mirror, like, Oh, you know, <laughs> flexing and stuff. But I mean, that's just lighthearted type of uh, fun competition. That's probably the only place where there's like a little bit competitive spirit is in the gym. Yes. Okay. Okay. Nothing like some gym competitiveness. I'll tell you, you yeah. ain't going to outwork me. Watch right. me lift more than you. No, right. I'm going to out cardio you today because anything yep. you can do, I can do better. That's yep. a beautiful thing. I love that. I love <laughs> that. So, man, listen, Miss Camille, I'm telling you, you, you are a phenomenal presence. And I mean, just the fact that you people, yes, you, you <laughs> should be glorified right now. I hope you are gracing this woman with heavy comments of praise. Okay, because the fact that she is on this screen, or if you're listening at home in your stereo, the fact that you can hear this in your beautiful ears, okay? Yes, I said beautiful, because you are beautiful, but don't get that <laughs> to your head, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you still don't measure up to my client right here, and I'm here <laughs> to let you know, she still dominates everything you do in your sleep, all right? So, therefore, Miss Camille, Tell the people, why should they tune in to NWA Power? Aside from the obvious answer of the fact that they can just watch your dominance in the <laughs> ring, hanging out by the side of Nick Aldis and helping him maintain that championship and all that. Mm -hmm. good stuff. I mean, what, what, what other reasons do the people who probably don't know about NWA Power or haven't had a chance to check it out, why should they check it out? So people should check out NWA Power for sure, whether, I mean, most likely if they're listening to your show, they're already wrestling fans. But we have, the thing is, we've had so many people that came across NWA Power just from, like, say, my Instagram or another person's Instagram, another person's YouTube page. And they weren't even wrestling fans before. And they like it because our product is different. It's definitely the only truly, truly, truly different wrestling products out there right now because it is studio wrestling and that hasn't been done for ages so you know it's we have a little bit of everything for people we have serious wrestling we have a little bit of comedy in there and then of course we have the best promos in in the marketplace we just do no one can beat our promos because guess what they're not scripted they're not planned out we play off of the fans, which I mean, like I said, no one, no other company's doing that. So that is why people should check out NWA Power. Not, not shitting on other brands, you know, everybody has like a specialty and something they do well, but I will say the promos and stuff like that, no one can touch us. So that's why people should tune in. Ooh, I'm so glad you said that because man, you are definitely telling the truth spot on. When I say the promo work, and NWA power is so wow, phenomenal. <laughs> because at the end of the day, it ain't wrestling if you ain't got the promos. Everybody loves a yep. great organic promo. And boy, you guys, 
Every last one of y'all cut those promos and the way the fans interact, it's just amazing. So yes, please, if you're listening, if you never checked it out, check out NWA Power. I'm telling you, you won't just see this awesome dominant presence in front of me. No, no, no. You get to see so many other great people, both familiar, new, future, past, present. That's what I love about it. You guys got people from a little bit of everywhere. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Now, speaking of past, present, future, as someone that I glorify and and make so well known that is the next best, uh, next big thing and the future of professional wrestling. I would love to know, as the future, we've seen some of the present names that you've dominated so far. Are there any past legends? Uh, I mean, you know, even with present, we got some free agents out there on the market that kind of hit the scene this year. And uh, there's some, some rumors going around that some of these free agents might be making their way to NWA power pretty soon. <laughs> now, you got your eye on anyone in, you know, the free agent market or any legends in the past you would like to get in the ring and dominate at some point in time in the future? You know, I tell everybody that I don't have dream opponents. I have dream moments. So, like, I, in my head when I picture, you know, certain things that I – like, goals of mine in wrestling, I never really picture who it's with. I just have that moment pictured in my head of what, what I want to happen, how I want the reaction to be, stuff like that. But I will say I think a cool match for me would and, – and I think it would be a big-time money match. It can't happen right now because she's under contract. But would be with Mickey um Nick's Nick's wife just because I mean there's obviously a sort of connection there and she's a fucking legend she's a badass herself so I think that that would be a really really cool interesting story to tell and I would just I'd be I would be honored to get in the ring with her so I think that'd be super cool Mm, yes ladies and gentlemen that is definitely a money match definitely hopefully very soon in the making in the meantime I will say Miss Camille, you are a phenomenal talent and you are the future of this business. You are the future that is going to dominate more than any of them have ever have and wish that they could. So I will say, when does, my final question for you, Camille, is when does Camille decide, hey, you know what? I've snatched that heart of gold and I put that gold around me even when I didn't need it. I've conquered every single opponent that stepped foot in this ring with me. There's nothing left for me to do. So I think I'll just go on to do more athletics elsewhere. Or maybe I'll just call it quits as a whole, kind of do my thing and dominate another field some kind of way. When does Camille decide to do that? Hey, I, I I have no time limit on that at all because especially a female body is a crazy thing we have certain time clocks as as females i you know one day i would love to have kids honestly the day i'd probably call it quits is probably when i would have kids but that is in no time soon so i mean i think i got years years ahead of me of just 
kicking ass, taking names. Even if I go into other fields, which like I'm already doing my YouTube thing, um, I'm here, I'm sitting here, I'm kind of going back to my softball roots. I'm giving the hidden lessons. So I have my, my toes in lots of different ponds, if, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll always be doing wrestling too. I'm always going to be involved because it's something that I've grown to love. So even if I'm not in the ring, I still want to be backstage helping out in some type of way. Yes, yes. And that's that's a beautiful thing. And I, and I can tell, I mean, you are a very intelligent woman. You definitely have other ways because people don't understand you can dominate with your mind too you know you don't always have to dominate with your body you can always dominate with your mind hello people kobe bryant rest in peace did he not tell you about this thing called a mamba mentality and my client represents that very very well i don't know if you guys can tell but that mamba mentality is real and it exists in every athlete living and breathing out there so but this athlete right here probably has it the best of them all so therefore <laughs> i'm just here to let everybody know you did mention your youtube and this is where i like to really kind of tell the people go ahead and tell them how they can find you how they can follow you and what they can check out on your youtube yeah so my youtube and instagram the names for that if you just want to type in camille with the k camille Brickhouse. And on my YouTube, I can't tell you what I'm going to have on there because I just have ideas pop in my head of what I'm going to do. So I'll have anything from makeup tutorials to some craft videos to me just ranting. I mean, it'll be anything. And then on Twitter, it's at Camille with the K, Brick, because there's not enough room for Brick House. So just at Camille Brick. Awesome, awesome, and awesome. Well, Miss Camille, honestly, I'm going to cut this short strictly because... They don't deserve to hear any more of your voice right now, okay? I mean, at the end of the day, that's all they're going to get. You hear me? That's all you're going to get. You ain't going to get no more of this. That's done, all right? So as a representative of Miss Camille Brickhouse, I am going to cut this right now short, and I'm going to let y'all know, if you want to know more, either pay or (laughs) check out her social sites when she decides to show you what she wants to show you, okay? So if you don't get that, I'm gonna say it one more again. Make sure you either pay or wait for her to grace and decide to give y'all a presence to show. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, this is your friendly neighborhood, Prince of Botch, right here representing Miss Camille Brickhouse, the next big thing and the future of not just NWA power, but professional wrestling as a whole. So stay tuned. And well, as always, until then, you have officially been botched. Peace.